Welcome into Streams and Memes. I am Jordan Hamm, and we have a very special edition today. We are going to be doing our first draft and talk, taking Arizona sports figures, building a sitcom cast, and this can be, uh, you know, built off of a show, a mockumentary-style show, a certain uh, comedian-based show that has uh, jazzy interludes as it changes scenes, uh, or it can be completely freeform. But got a couple of special guests here with us to draft those teams, and they are members of Team AZV. We'll start things off with the original host of the Recruiting Roundup, dare I say, the best host of the Recruiting Roundup, Jared Cohen. Jared, how you doing? I'm good, Jordan. How you doing, man? I'm, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, I like the, being known as the original host. That's a, the, the OG that's a new host. one for me. I've just been mocking it or mimicking it the entire time. Uh, we have the host of the Espo Show, and he does a bunch of content here for Team AZV, Greg Esposito, but we all know him as Espo. Espo, how are you, my friend? I like to think that you're mocking uh, Jared's uh, performance in the recruiting roundup <laughs> since then. So I, I think you were right the first time, but thank you for having me on the program. Excited to be here. Of course. And if I was mocking, maybe my uh, performances on that segment would make a little bit more sense. Uh, and finally, we have the Star-Lord himself, the one who is running this entire thing, Ralph Amsden. Ralph, how are you, man? Doing okay. I mean, it's... Uh... Is it, is it Wednesday? It Today is, is Wednesday, Wednesday, right? My, com- my computer sure. says it's Wednesday. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like um, any, any normal um, era in human history, if you didn't really know um, what day it was and you said, is it Wednesday, you'd have a one in seven chance of, of, of you know, being on base. But we're living in eternal Wednesday, and it, and it feels like the answer to that question is always yes, no matter what. But it's good to know um, that it's, it's actually Wednesday today and not fake Wednesday like it is the other six days of the week. It is a day that ends in Y. Uh, so the four of us are going to be drafting for a sitcom only using Arizona sports figures. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, It was actually Espo that gave me this idea, passed it along. I kind of took it, tweaked it, maybe made it a little bit worse. But uh, credit where credit is due to to Mr. Esposito. I'm going to remember to not throw out insane late night ideas to you because then I'm forced to actually make them a reality. (laughs) So duly noted. Let's make this episode three. Yeah. (laughs) Duly All right. noted. So, so the way it's going to work, it's going to be a seven-round draft. We're going to uh, cruise through this serpentine style um, and make our picks. And then at the end, we will pitch what the show will be. Again, it could be based off of a current or past sitcom. It could be a whole new concept. Um, but then I'm thinking maybe the, uh, the fans of Arizona Varsity uh, will vote on that. But first, let's figure out the draft order. I have I googled fantasy football or uh, fantasy draft randomizer. Put all of our names in there, and I am going to randomly generate the draft order here. And we have Ralph number one, Jared number two, myself number three, and Espo number four. Uh, I get punished for having the idea. I see how it goes. It's it's an order of the coolest kids in the group too. So so no no disrespect to Espo. It's just the way it is. 
I thought you were insulting my daughter and we were going to have to fight. I thought you were saying ranking our kids, I, uh, <laughs> which I would wind up behind the guy who doesn't even have kids. That would just be insulting. So. <laughs> That's, I'd never do that. Never do that. <laughs> never. Gary Cohen so. hates children. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. The former recruiting roundup host who talks about kids and their recruitment actually hates the kids that he talks about. That's why he got out of the business. And has the most kids out of everyone. More, more kids than the, the other three combined. Yeah. Although I think Ralph's got me, though. Uh, yep. I don't know, man. I'm good well, at math. One of my kids, one of my kids looks like a, like a grown man now. So maybe if you, if you count him, he just turned 12. He's like wow. five foot five. And, uh, and yeah. And so he's like, he's probably a year away from being taller than me. So I, we can, that, that knocked me down to three kids. That'd make us even. And I thought I thought Jordan was just uh, breaking news here that they weren't your kids, Ralph. I was. I was this <laughs> is a big show. I, I just I, as I was saying that, I looked at Ralph and I was like, "Wait, no, that's not right." We're we're not mocking a sitcom. We're doing a, a, an episode of Maury all, all of a sudden here. <laughs> all right. So yeah. I Can say, you imagine though, like springing on the. The person who runs the the website and the podcast network. Your Ralph, kids are you not are yours. Not the father. And then, like, you put me anyway, in the predicament so of like episode. publishing this would be great for business <laughs> and terrible for me. Let's get oh, some good. downloads. Let's get our downloads up. Uh, so, with that, uh, before I say anything uh, inaccurate again. Uh, Ralph, kick us off. Uh, which Arizona sports figure are you going to be drafting first overall uh, to help cast your sitcom? Well, I think you need somebody who is um, compelling. And to be uh, quite honest, I'm, I don't even know what it is that I'm, I'm dealing with yet. I'm hoping to just be inspired by the, the people. Like, I think any good coach looks at the ingredients they have and decides what they're going to make. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to force the issue here. That's just my way of saying I, I, I procrastinated. Um, but I, I got to go with somebody compelling, somebody that uh, doesn't necessarily need to be the foundation, but they're going to, uh, they're going to get people to tune in. Right. So you need that, you need the star factor, uh, the intrigue, somebody with, uh, with, with a lot of personality. Um, and so I, I, I got to do, I got to go, uh, I got to go Chuck. Got to go Charles Barkley with the first overall pick. That's a, uh, that's that a solid pick. pick. I, I felt that was, like that was, was going to be a, a pretty consensus number one pick not, there. Not who I would have went number one, but uh, I'm not going to tell you who I would have went number oh, one. Oh, of course. It's Luka Doncic. Right? <laughs> it is, yes. Yeah, no, I was actually going to go DeAndre Ayton number one just to uh, okay. piss off Suns fans again. So. <laughs> uh, well, shoot, that was my pick. Um you know, I'm going to go with someone who uh, who still is going to go about his business no matter uh, uh, what crap is going to be in his way. You know, he's just going to go about it and it's going to do it with a lot of personality. So uh, I'll elaborate more later. I'm going with Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley is my Ooh, first good pick. pick. That man uh, knows how to conduct an interview room. And uh, yes, certainly, certainly compelling. Um, so that leaves me making a pick here and I'm going to go, I'm going to go a guy who uh, is 
you, you always need kind of the, the home run hitter, but the one that isn't a volume shooter. And I think that's Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald okay. is a very funny person, okay. but isn't going to be the, hey, look at me. I'm going to throw out a million jokes. But when he can get them to land, he, he can certainly get them to land. Plus, you're looking for ratings clearly out of the gates. So, uh, so good on you there. Well, I, I ran a lot of mock drafts and, and, and prepped in, <laughs> in this. Uh, I, this is what I feel like I've studied my whole life for. Uh, and I think you all overlooked who uh, at least should have gone number two. I can't argue Chuck, Ralph. I mean, I get it. That, that makes sense in, in this. But Diana Tarazi is my first-round pick here. Uh, and and I, I don't think there's a – I don't think it's a more interesting character that we've had in Arizona sports for multiple reasons. So uh, she is going to be my, my number one pick. And then uh, since it's my pick again, because uh, I guess I didn't get screwed too bad because I'm going to get two of the people I wanted here. Uh, Randy Johnson will be my next pick because every comedy needs a straight man, right? The kind of person that you can play off of the comedic one can, can land some jokes. So, uh, I'm going to go Randy Johnson with my second pick. You have some uh, trouble with PETA on that one. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, you know, he, he can work with animals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was hoping Tarazi would, would be there in the second round. I should have thought better knowing uh, your uh, uh, allegiances to her. Well, you, you actually took the guy that I was hoping I'd get with the pick I took randy johnson with larry fitzgerald i I was going to be my my second pick to pair with diana because uh another great guy that i think could play uh, play the straight man but have uh have a lot of funny lines as well like you said doesn't have to be the volume shooter but can get off the the good jokes so uh yeah so mine are diana and uh, and randy and uh we'll we'll see if i can uh, get who else i want on the board uh here next time around Okay, so now I am up. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with a guy who uh, can tell a good story uh, and can be a, a physical comedian as well, uh, and that is Mark Grace. Story time with Gracie, whenever uh, Fox Sports Arizona does that, is always a good one. Uh, when I'm talking physical comedy, you think first of uh, when he did the Mike Fetters impression back in the day. Um, but he's also from an era that I, I want to highlight with my uh, sitcom, and that will be explained a little bit later. Um, but So we will have uh, Mark Grace here on Team Ham. All right. Um, I am, you know, I'm, I'm casting for my show here. So some of my picks might seem like they're out of left field or through the uprights. Uh, that's why I'm going to pick Bill Grammatica with my second pick. Bill what? Grammatica, we Speaking. need a good celebration. Are you going Bill for Gram- physical comedy here? Is that what this is? Bill Grammatica, you will find out why this was such an important <laughs> pick and such an important cast member. And the next pick I'm going to make, which- Hold, hold know, on, hold again, on. We got, oh, we got, we got, we got Ralph. Ralph. Oh. oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. My bad, my bad. Got to <laughs> well, help myself. First of all, if if he, I mean, you don't take a kicker in the second round of any <laughs> oh, type of, like, what are you, you are the Raiders? Think about this. This is, think you, this. like, this is Janikowski, Grammatica and Janikowski together, <laughs> finally. 
only, uh, only using when you're an early a pick. Sitcom, only when you're building a sitcom do you draft a kicker in the second I, round. It's a smart move. Just no, trust me on this it's, one. It's going to work just, as well. What I'm saying <laughs> is I, I do have two picks in a row coming up, but knowing that you're already drafting kickers, I would be comfortable <laughs> surrendering the next pick to you. <laughs> I'm, okay, cool. I'm pretty Throw sure you're not going to Yeah, no, you can ju- jump the line. Go ahead. <laughs> just, just kidding. We need. We already. We already realized that you don't have your own kids. There's someone else's. I don't want to take pics from you as well. <laughs> oh yeah, my he, goodness. He he feels good that you're not going to take Scott Player. He'll get him uh, when it comes right, back exactly. around. So. Exactly. Um, well, I think every good uh, comedy needs. Um, an old like an old crank and uh i think some of my favorites um whether it's community or fraser um or even everybody loves raymond you always you always got like the old angry guy that 70s show um we need that in in my show and what in what i'm building to play off of charles barkley i just don't know which one i'm gonna go with i'm i'm, I'm thinking of a three or four that i think would would fit really well but i i i think that anybody else that i get i'd have to convince to act a certain way i got to get the person who is that way so my second pick is buddy ryan oh oh that's actually yeah that's actually a really good uh, early 90s sitcom we got going here so. <laughs> Sick buddy you're not, you not barkley in a room and you're good yeah I, that's going to be what I have to do right now because I have absolutely no idea uh, what, what I'm doing or where I'm going. Um, well, I think, uh, you know, I, I, there is a temptation to round things out um, as far as making sure that you, you touch every sport. Um and I mean, all of my instincts is to just go basketball everybody all the time because that, that seems to be the league that encourages um, the most personality. And so I'm trying to avoid having a team that's just Buddy Ryan and four basketball players. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I don't think that uh, I'm going to be able to pass up on this next one, and that's going to be Steve Nash. Um, he's, he's somebody who, uh, he's willing to ham it up in real life on camera. Uh, he, he's got a real goofy side to him. I think he'd be up for anything. He'll chip his teeth for you. Yes. Yeah, he will. Uh, well, that was my next pick. I guess I should have gone the kicker in the third round. You should should have taken me up on my (laughs) offer to select the enemy. Yep. To be yep. fair, uh, you did name. say Bill Grammatica, and I just started laughing. So it, <laughs> yeah. it was a it was a good. It's pick. a sitcom, right? I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm building a cast here. It's not gonna. It's not your conventional. I have the show. I need to build the cast. It's <laughs> in the opposite of Ralph at the moment. All right. Um, okay. Another pick that probably isn't on any of your radar, but he fits the cast once again. Uh, and it's it's uh, another person with uh, who's who's known for celebration fails in his time, and that's. Uh, KJ Kevin Johnson, and once again, we'll get into why in the uh, around the back end of it. But uh, right. Kevin Johnson is my my next pick. Are you making the sports version of Jackass here? Is that what we've got going on? 
I can't say that on this show, right? So it's a, a title of something. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all right. Can you confirm I, or deny? I can't imagine a, 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 a jackass uh, segment that would be more infuriating than like, hi, I'm Kevin Johnson, and I'm going to walk six feet to the refrigerator and tear my hamstring. <laughs> this is jackass. And, and then Grammatica celebrates and, and tears his hamstring. It's a right. Oh man. Okay. Uh, so I am up. Um, I'm going to go with a guy you, you need sometimes just kind of the, the goofy, uh, doesn't take himself too seriously and he hasn't been in Arizona long, uh, but I think he fits this bill and that is uh, Justin Pugh. Okay. Okay. One of the wild hogs. Ba- based on your that reaction, pick. that means it was a good pick. <laughs> all, all the laughter sure. I heard. That's what yeah, it is. You know, Hey, everyone's judging the hell out of my pick, so I'm power to you. <laughs> if there, if there's one thing that uh, drives ratings in the National Football League, it's offensive linemen. So I think you're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Espo, you are up. All right, so uh, we've got Diana Tarazi, we've got uh, Randy Johnson, and I'm going to go Phil Mickelson with my next next pick. Fitz, you'll, he's one of the funniest guys on Twitter right now. Obviously went to ASU, beloved here in the Valley. And uh, once we get to what my actual premise of the sitcom, some of this is going to start making sense. And then I think to round out my four here, I'm going to go with Ron Wolfley because you always need a guy. You always need a guy that's basically like the Kramer, you know, the uh, the Abed from Community, the guy, the guy that is just a little bit out there, but always brings a smile to your face, and that is Ron Wolfley to a T. So, uh, so that was my next pick. So that was uh, whoever I said the first time, Phil Mickelson, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confident. I don't even remember. Need to remember who I draft. That, yeah, th- this is uh, looking at Espo. This is already a uh, pretty solid squad. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with a guy who, again, is kind of sneaky funny. He's very charming um, and beloved within Arizona. I'm going to go Shane Doan. Good pick. He was on my list as well. You're winning the popularity contest. That's for sure. Trying to, just on just the cast alone, trying to get, get that ratings. Q score up. All right, right, Mr. Um, uh, Once again, probably going to go with the name that uh, is not one of your lists. Uh, This this pick is going to be Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake Plummer is joining Uh, is joining the squad. I join me for sure to join uh, Bill Gramatica, Kevin Johnson, and Archie Bradley. Jake the Snake. He was on mine, but only he has to bring the beard though. But they, I've been in the woods for like five years, beard that, uh, and ball Jake Plummer. Yes. You need that. Good facial hair is always a, a funny thing. So. All right. So up next right. we have a uh, Ralph with two picks. Not going to jump the gun again. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, maybe you should have, cause my next pick is Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yes sir Ooh, that it counts right yes it does, yeah, it does. that's, that's he a absolutely count he played like pool. he played like Mickelson three counts. games at u of a and went to five thousand pool parties <laughs> he actually chucked a beer at a guy in those head and, and it hit him in the head that's a that's a crowning achievement he had at his time in tucson i had also heard of a story of a uh student at the time there throwing a house party had a keg 
Uh, he was neighbors with Gronkowski. Gronkowski poked his head in and said, hey, what's going on? Saw the keg, picked up the keg, and all of the females followed him out. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Like a Pied Piper. And to tie this all back together, Gronk is the father of your kids, Ralph. So there we go. Awesome. <laughs> we pulled it together. We ran the DNA testing. <laughs> I, my first thought was like, oh, at least their college will be paid for. And then my second thought was like, I don't know if they're going to be able to get into college with these <laughs> mental genes. They'll get on track. Definitely... It'll be fine. <laughs> Awesome. Well, now I, I'm definitely thrown off here. I thought I made a, 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 a pretty solid pick, and now I realize I have to take out extra insurance on set. Uh, I think um, – I mean, I think we need – we definitely need a female presence. We need somebody dynamic uh, to be able to um, carry whatever storyline – uh, I need somebody compelling. And since someone already went the media route by taking Ron Wolfley, uh, I'm going to be a little sneaky here and say uh, Mina Kimes. Okay. I draft, I draft okay. Mesquite High School's yeah. Mina Kimes. The, 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 take the pride of the Wildcats. That is a unique okay. pull. And I, I wouldn't count Ron Wolfley as just media, but I'll give you that. So. He, did, he did ruin his brain playing football for the Cardinals. That should count for something. So. Fair. That's fair. So a couple well, of the young crunks only know him for the radio. <laughs> yeah. so. My young crunk brothers. <laughs> All right. My next pick is one that's going to fit beautifully in this cast that I am putting together, and that is – and one that none of you are going to have written down, but he's perfect fit. His name is uh, Brian Anderson, former starting pitcher of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Can't well, wait. He was he was the year opening year number three, number two. He was the uh, I think he was the number two. Was it Andy Bennis was one? Andy Bennis was one. Yeah, I, yeah. I and uh, but he was the game three pitcher of the World Series team. Yeah. So yes. uh, but just just. Espo shaking his head in disbelief. I'm telling you, brother, I am building a squad. And it, all does, does, it, does it involve a household appliance? Is that the reason you <laughs> drafted him? I feel like I'm I know. I, I, I'm, can, I'm trying to connect some dots here, and I, I think I – Can neither confirm nor deny any of the claims. Okay. All right. Uh, what is Tom, hold on. Hold on. Is Thomas Jones your next pick? Are we just picking guys who have hurt themselves in bizarre <laughs> ways? Like – didn't, didn't Thomas Jones break his hand answering a phone anyways? Like, Jaco, we've done a lot of shows together, and I thought I understood you, and I have no clue where you're going here. So, bravo, Good. my friend. I bravo. love keeping you on your toes. I love, <laughs> I love making you sweat. It's, it's just a fun thing. It's not, not sweat, just confused, all right? <laughs> Don't worry. Glisten. Man. It's glisten. <laughs> all right, I am going to go with – Again, she hasn't been here very long, uh, but some of her uh, media availabilities, press, press conferences, sayings over the past few months have been highly entertaining. Uh, and this is a, a bit of a sleeper, but Skylar Diggins-Smith is added. Okay. Solid, added solid pick. Here. Yep. All right, Espo. All right, so I'm rushing to the podium uh, just because I'm thrilled to make these two uh, picks, uh, and I'll, I'll do them together uh, since they are 
two number one picks in, in Arizona sports history. DeAndre Ayton and Kyler Murray are the next two on my uh, right. on my sitcom roster here. No Dansby Swanson. <laughs> no, no Dansby <laughs> Swanson. No Too Justin bad. Upton. We're we're good. So <laughs> all right. So I this is my second to last pick. Um I'm gonna go Andrew Chafin. Always a fun interview. Uh, the sheriff, sadly, like like uh, Archie Bradley, no longer with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, trade deadline day really took a hit for Diamondbacks media uh, because some of the more entertaining <laughs> sound bites are, are no longer there. Um, but but the mustache, the the personality, he he had a lot going on. So uh, Jared, you are now up. I've got to I got to bring in some international flavor to this uh, All Star squad that I'm building at the moment. That's why I'm going with. Luke Longley joining the squad. The Australian is uh, going to be joining the squad for this great uh, sitcom that we're building here. The blunder from down under joins the <laughs> joins the cast. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This All is right. some Lance Blanks team building. <laughs> <laughs> even, right. even Lance is going, I'm not touching that. Rock. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. You can't Jared, take you can't Were you Luke Longley's him. agent? <laughs> Luke Longley needs some money, guys, and this show is going to turn it around for him, all right? <laughs> Turning it around. All right, Ralph has one pick, and then it is the last round. So I'm two in a row here? So you're two yep. in a row. That's a weird way to say last pick of the seventh round, and then <laughs> okay. the eighth round starts, or seventh round Take one pick, and then you get one. to go again, and it starts the last round. I had a pretty good idea what I was going to do with the Luke Longley thing really threw me <laughs> off. I mean, it just, like, sucked me back into that era. Like, that movie Ratatouille, when, when the food critic tries the food of his youth, and it just sucks him back into being, like, a, a small child eating Ratatouille. That's how it was for me just now. I'm just, I'm, I'm watching... Luke Longley lumber around and say like we Mark West could have done this like that's that's where I'm at now. Uh, Ralph is just distraught now. You've uh, you've ruined him. This is yeah, great. Uh, you guys are playing right into my hands. Uh, I need somebody cringeworthy, hateable, but good on camera. Um, Eric Sorensen. What? <laughs> Shots fired. Hey now, uh, how about Henry Cejudo? So we get the UFC audience in. All right. Smaller guy has a tendency to just kind of piss everybody off. Um, Based on that your basketball theme, I thought you were about to say Matt Barnes based on what you were just describing. I, I got a soft spot for Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, true story, the last game of the only season he spent on the Suns, he, uh, they, they uh, were eliminated from the playoffs, and he took – I think it was like Cedric Sabalos would walk around the arena with a microphone um and he took that microphone and he apologized to the fans that the suns missed the play this had to be like 2010 i think it was like the first time they missed the playoffs or or somewhere along those lines and he apologized to the fans as we were all filing out and i will never forget that i've never seen an athlete do anything like that uh Sandy, then he never played for the Suns ever again after that. But I always felt you know, with this decade of them being awful, I always felt like that at least somebody took responsibility, and that was Matt Barnes 10 years ago. So I'll, you'll never hear me say anything negative <laughs> uh, about, about Matt Barnes. Um, and, and for that reason, maybe I should have 
uh, had him in, in my cast, but I, I want Henry Cejudo to sort of be uh, uh, a villain. Um, and I guess, I guess maybe more than one villain. Okay. Am I, am I, am I getting too yeah, crazy? Doubling no, up no. on villains in your last two picks. Jordan and I have been talking Survivor here the last, you know, for the last hour and several days, and there's plenty of multiple villain seasons on that show. So, yeah, could but be a good play. Uh, oh yes, the all-time great sitcom Survivor. Yes. <laughs> uh, great show. No, I, I, I don't want anybody that you can just outright root against. I want everybody to be sort of endearing in 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 some way. So, so uh, no Kurt Schilling. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I can't even, I can't even pretend. Oh my gosh. Um, what, I mean, what, what sport haven't I dipped into? Baseball, I guess? No baseball. I no I hockey. Think, I think he's, yeah, Jordan was the only one to do uh, a hockey player. Oh, hmm. I got, I, if you need an assist, I got a guy that fits what you're looking at here. I'm I'm not gonna go after him. So no, no, I'm not. I'm not I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. I I think we got to just throw in one more uh, beloved character into the into the mix. And so I've got one for um, you too. Am I? Is everybody's leftovers fine? Just throw them out there. It's my. It's if you're not gonna pick me, it's my last pick. I'll choose from the bunch. Jeremy Roenick. Okay. Eric Burns. Oh, not the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. He, that's a, there's a lot of a lot um, of personality there. I don't know how it mix with Gronk. Um, Give a lot of fights, I think. Get a little dicey. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I just need somebody to 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 hold um, everything together. You know what? I don't have. I don't have an. I don't have an older female like somebody who is so well known for something that they did that people would tune in to just be curious uh, as to what they're up to now and so i'm gonna go with olympic hero carrie strug that's gonna round out my cast wait carrie strug i didn't even know she's has arizona ties is that that's news to me maybe i'm tucson, a horrible arizonan she's a tucson citizen my friend wow i didn't know yeah. that she she Good went stuff. to she, she went to Stanford, but she is an Arizonan, like born and, and, and bred and, and, and got us gold in, in Atlanta. So, or was it Barcelona? Okay. It's Barcelona. one of the two. Uh, Jared, your last pick. My last pick. Uh, uh, one that I thought would be gone by now, uh, but uh, I'm going to take him. And his name is Amari Stoudemire. Ooh, to round out the squad. So injury seems to be a theme with your guys is what I'm don't, gathering. Don't give away my show here. Don't give Ma away my show. I'll, his I'll show is mash. Show. It's a mash. <laughs> uh, his, his show is ridiculousness. <laughs> um, all right. With my final pick, I am uh, Ralph contemplated quite a bit. The You wanted some redeeming qualities uh, and that, that sort of thing for your audience. Uh, for Arizona sports fans, there are zero redeeming qualities for this guy. Uh, Robert Ori is my Ooh. final pick. I was afraid of going that dark. <laughs> it's, a, it's the <laughs> darkest timeline uh, for his community fans. That, uh, <laughs> and that uh, is pretty dark. Round, round this thing out for us. I'm going to go in a way that none of you would have expected because it, it's a little bit of a kooky pick, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to go with Catherine Fitzgerald. 
from the Arizona Republic because there's not a funnier follow on uh, on Twitter to me than uh, than her. Uh, and I think we need a little youth, a little bit more youth on my cast for what I'm going with. So Catherine Fitzgerald, as, Brown's uh, outline. As Larry Fitzgerald calls her, other fits. Yes. She'd make a fantastic uh, narrator of of everything. (laughs) Like just the internal uh, voice of the show. Have you guys seen the video I posted? Uh, This was actually, I believe, the last event I went to pre-pandemic, but it was Skylar Diggins-Smith was getting uh, introduced at halftime during a Suns game, and Catherine was testing the mic for us. And Skylar walked in midway through, so she panicked and ran. But she's talking about what superpower she would have, and that um, I, I believe if it was a if it was mind reading, you know that person's a narc. And oh my god! And like just sprints off, and it, it made it, it. It made I made it into a nice little gift. So it's uh, it, it is it is rock solid. So see, I think that it just makes my pick sound that much better right there. So thank you. And I do. Oh, any, is there anybody that uh, that you're surprised did not get drafted? Um. I mean, Kurt Schilling. I thought Kurt Schilling was going to get drafted for sure. And we, he got mentioned, but I thought he would get drafted. I, I thought Kurt Warner might get drafted if anybody was thinking maybe a family comedy or, uh, you know, a modern family kind of thing. You need a, He strikes me as potentially a Phil Dunphy type if, uh, if you were looking to go that way. Maybe a little too cool for that, but, you know, he used to grow, bag groceries for a living, so there's, there's some humor there. Eddie Johnson. Joe Garagiola Jr. were a couple analysts that jumped out to me that could have some some good one-liners. Darnell Dockett, another one that you just don't know what that show is going to turn into. Yeah, it has to, it has to be an HBO show with some of the things <laughs> he's put off. I mean, Dave Pash would have been an interesting pick because of Pash. who he puts up with on broadcasts. You know, sure. between Bill Walton and uh, and and Wolf and and some of the other people he broadcasts with. So that that, that could have been an interesting one in the broadcast world. Also, Jake. Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. And I thought good. about Shaq. Shaq was on my list, uh, but but didn't didn't go that it, route. It didn't fit the scheme. Um, all right. So to recap, Ralph kicked things off. Charles Barkley, Buddy Ryan, Steve Nash, Rob Gronkowski, Mina Kimes, Henry Cejudo, and Kerry Strug. Jared with the second pick. Archie Bradley, Bill Gramatica, Kevin Johnson, Jake Plummer, Brian Anderson, Luke Longley, and Amari Stoudemire. I had the third pick. I went Larry Fitzgerald, Mark Grace, Justin Pugh, uh, Shane Doan, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Andrew Chafin, and Robert Ori. And then Espo rounded things out with Diana Taurasi, Randy Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Ron Wolfley, DeAndre Ayton, Kyler Murray, and Catherine Fitzgerald. So uh, let's go down the list and uh, pitch our shows. So uh, Ralph, what show is this cast going to deliver for us? So uh, you guys are going to hate this. You're going to think that it's cheap, but um, I am pitching a community remake with Arizona athletes in, in, uh, in some of the more popular roles. Now there was more than seven uh, characters in, in that show. And, and it was a lot of the bit players um, like, you know, John Oliver who had like the recurring uh, stuff that, that, that kind of made that show go. Um, but once I had the opportunity to get uh, Charles Barkley and, and Buddy Ryan, I thought that they could make for a good Joel McHale, Chevy Chase um, type, type relationship. And then I just sort of built 
uh, from there. I think that uh, Steve Nash could could handle maybe like a hybrid uh, Abed Troy role. Um, uh, you know, he 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 could go um, he could go either way. Um, you know, I think that uh, I think Mina Kimes would be uh, absolutely fantastic in the in the Allison uh, Bree role. Um, mm. it, it'd be funny to have a, a f- like four foot nine uh, Carrie Strug uh, play just like an older um, uh, like like a Cheryl or even uh, even somebody who's like old and trying to be uh, woke instead of like the younger um, Jillian uh, Jacobs uh, Britta character. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I think, um, I think, uh, Henry Cejudo could play like the, the Ken Jong, like professor, but okay. actually a Spanish, Spanish speaker, uh, as far as the, as far as that goes. And then I just, I would have to find something for, for Gronk. It might even be funny to replace the, uh, the principal role. I mean, that'd be a huge <laughs> departure. But even like, if you've seen Community, like that would make you laugh. Having Gronk play the uh, uh, the Dean Dean Pelton uh, role of, you, of the entire school. You don't have him play uh, Troy. That you could you could have Rob Gronkowski <laughs> and Steve Nash play off each other as uh, Troy and Abed. But I might I might do some like uh, I, I might make Steve Nash play twins. I don't know. <laughs> Or like, like a Starburn that. scenario. Like Gronk <laughs> is Starburns. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> All right. So community-based uh, with Charles Barkley, Buddy Ryan, Steve Nash, Gronk, Mina Kimes, Henry Cejudo, and Carrie Strug. Jared, pitch us your show. Okay. So I was in the category, obviously, of going on for my own. Not that I didn't attach it to another show that existed. Wanted to make my own show based on a cast of characters uh, that are certainly characters. So from the creators of Wipeout, the Arizona Varsity Broadcast Network brings you a new hit show, not the way I envisioned it. And it's a series of characters who find they're doing their jobs to be a little bit more difficult than necessary. With the first pick, Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley, famous for needing to go to the bathroom before he goes out and pitches. And a true story is Archie Bradley uh, needed to go pee in the bullpen after he'd warmed up and was going to be brought in and accidentally crapped himself and went with it, went into the game, ran out onto the mound and pitched with crap in his pants. So Archie Bradley, uh, not the way I envisioned it when I took the mound on this day. Bill Gramatica kicks a field goal and famously went so crazy and got so excited for a 40-something yard field goal in the first half of a Cardinals game on a team that was terrible, shatters his ACL, never to play again. Not the way he envisioned it. Uh, The next pick I made, I believe, was Jake Plummer in that order. Jake Plummer, this didn't happen when he was on the Cardinals, but he is a former Sun Devil and Cardinal. But at his time with the Denver Broncos, he actually injured his foot He felt something pop getting off the couch in 2003. He got up from the couch and he he popped something in his foot and uh, ended up missing quite a bit of time. Let's go to Kevin Johnson, who definitely seems more like a straight-laced, straight-arrow type of guy. But believe it or not, Kevin Johnson hit a game winner in one of the uh, playoff games the Suns had. And Espo, you'll have to remind me of which game this was because I couldn't remember off the top of my head. But he hit a game winner. And Charles Barkley celebrated with him so excitedly that he separated Kevin Johnson's shoulder in the middle of the celebration. 
and uh, by giving him a bear hug, not the way he envisioned it. Let's get to Luke Longley, which is probably my personal favorite on this list. And uh, that's because, uh, and this is actually a story I did not remember, uh, and I'm so excited to share it. Uh, in April of 2000, he played through a pair of scorpion stings, one on his foot and the other on his ass. He suffered these two scorpion stings while sitting on the floor in his home, and he was going through CDs in his house. And this is a quote from the Tucson Citizen. I could just see the injury report now. Ass bite. Luke Longley, right there. Brian Anderson, Jordan, you alluded to this one, uh, famously was checking the temperature of an iron by putting it close to his face. I don't know about you, but for some reason, when I think to check on an iron, I normally maybe wave by it with a hand or something like that. But his way of doing it is putting the iron next to his face. Sure enough, there was one time he was watching Sunday Night Baseball and the iron got too close to his face and he burned his face, not the way he envisioned it. And uh, last, I think this is my last one, Jordan, for uh, Mari Stoudemire. Mari, yeah. or is, no, Mari Stoudemire famously, not while he was with the Suns, but while, while he was with the New York Knicks, uh, was so upset at the end of a playoff loss that he punched the glass of a fire hydrant and cut his hand very deep and was forced to miss the rest of the playoffs in a series that the Knicks eventually got eliminated from. There is my TV show, a cast of characters that have just done some of the most idiotic, stupid, embarrassing things in sports history. And, uh, and it caused them to either adjust on the fly while playing or actually miss games because of this lunacy. That's my TV show. So that's not the way he envisioned it. Hosted by Rob Riggle. Um, so I, I, have, I have a couple of questions. One, so is this like a limited run series like where each athlete like walks you through – the the like the entire process of their of their injury and then you have like somebody like unsolved mystery style like they acted out nailed it okay nailed it okay it's like it's like it's like to catch a predator but it's uh (laughs) but it's actually playing and breaking down you know like dateline nbc you know stuff like that but no i'd I'd be careful I'd be careful with that to catch a predator with some of the with one person in particular hey now hey now Hey, just be so, careful. So, <laughs> so, we're, we're against predators here at Arizona Varsity. Uh, if we, did, if we needed to say it, yes. Very so, much against predators. I, uh, I, I do want to say that I, if it does get picked up for a second season, can I recommend that you lead off season two with Leandro Barbosa, who um, I believe like inverted his testicles during a game. Uh, Somebody the on Phoenix. the Diamondbacks did that too, and he had to wear the the nutty Snyder. Yes, Chris Snyder and the Snyder. nutty buddy. And you want to know oh, a yeah. fun fact? I'll, right. I'll be really quick with that. I worked the Diamondbacks post game show for KTAR the, the the day after that happened, and it was being reported that it was a testicular fracture. And yeah. I had a I was screening I was screening post game calls. And a lady called in, said, you don't have to put me on the show, but I just want to let you know that it is actually impossible to fracture a testicle because a testicle is not a bone and you can only fracture a bone. And I'm sitting on the phone like, 
what are we talking about right now? I'm just a <laughs> college kid screening calls for a radio show. I will say if there is season two and I, we could redraft this, I'm mad I missed out on Charles Barkley. Because did you know that Charles Barkley missed out on the season opener of the 1994 season, the year after his MVP season, because he got lotion, body lotion he wore to an Eric Clapton concert into his eyes and it burned his corneas. And he actually had to miss the season Oprah of the 1994 NBA season. Uh, unbelievable. As, as a head sweater, I, I fully believe that that is possible. <laughs> that, that's not the part I don't believe. I do not believe Charles Barkley was at an Eric Clapton concert. I, I, I refuse to believe that. That was that eye-raising is, to me too. As so the story is told, that's what it is. <laughs> and, and so here we, here we go. I found it. I saved you not having to, to, to Google Leandro Barbosa's testicles in your own home. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, this happened, I think, in 2006 pregame shoot-around. Uh, Barbosa, who was fine at the morning shoot-around, but showed up for the game complaining of a sharp groin pain, that pain became more extreme quickly, and he was taken to the emergency room about 90 minutes before the game for a closer examination. Doctors initially feared Barbosa had suffered a testicular torsion, a twisting of the testicle that results in a loss of blood flow, which would have meant that he needed immediate surgery and recovery time of four to six weeks, but hours later, doctors revised the diagnosis before snip snip uh, and oh realized it, it was just a testicle infection that could be treated by oral antibiotics. I don't know about you guys, but the depth that we're going into right now, this is a hit show written all over it, man. You guys are giving also, me a hard time about my picks, but man, we're spending a lot of time on this show right now. Hey, we've talked more about testicles than I've ever wanted to on a podcast. <laughs> that is for sure. Can't you just feel when someone says <laughs> testicular torsion? Yes. Like every, yes. Goes, every oh, part of that. Oh. Every part of it. All right. So that's Jared's team. Uh, my team is um, based off of the good place. We'll call it the, the happy place. And uh, we have the, the happy place, AKA where championships are for Arizona sports. So Mark Grace will inhabit that. Uh, and then you have the what could have been place. And that's where it's run by Robert Ori. And so you oh. are uh, the, the what could have been place. You're walking through it and you're seeing uh, a hip check galore, uh, coins being flipped and never going the way you want them to. Uh, players not getting suspended for steroids and then crushing your team in the NLDS a la uh, Ryan Braun. So uh, Shane Doan would be your Michael slash your Janet. So kind of the, the humble host showing you around, you know, everything it has to offer. Um, Fitz, Justin Pugh, Skylar Dickens-Smith, and Andrew Chafin uh, would be kind of the, the Eleanor crew that's trying to navigate their way, their current players, trying to navigate their way uh, to the happy place. And then uh, Robert Ori, uh, again, runs the what could have been place. And then Mark Grace would run uh, the, the good place or the, the happy place. I like it. All right. I like that. That's well except, thought out, Jordan. I like it except for the Robert Ory part, but I can, I can deal that, with that. I, I was going, and also the uh, Mark Grace role, I was hoping to get Tarazi in there, but uh, Espo stole uh, that pick away from me. And now let's hear uh, Espo's show. This fall, uh, Team AZV brings you the GOATs. Diana Tarazi, Randy Johnson, and Phil Mickelson 
have decided to officially step away from sports and start a business. They're going to consult. It's going to be a consulting business where they try to impart their wisdom and their winning ways on younger players in Arizona. And they, they decide, you know what, we're going to take DeAndre Ayton, Kyler Murray, and they think they're getting Larry Fitzgerald to join their team, but they accidentally bring in Catherine <laughs> Fitzgerald. The to, other Fitz. To, to, the other Fitz. To, and, they, and they guide them uh, through uh, trying to figure out how to be, uh, you know, great players and, and great employees in what they do. But they quickly find out that they're the ones that have a lot to learn from these younger kids. And Ron Wolfley thinks he's one of the younger kids he, he connects with the young guys more than uh, than the uh than the legends crew and it's just a a fun wacky uh weekly sitcom where uh, you know you get that that millennials uh and and then these uh, gen zers and uh, you know it's it's randy johnson trying to figure out tiktok it's uh it's Kyler Murray trying to figure out how Tarazi, how Tarazi won. All these great things. I think uh, the goats will be a hit on uh, Team AZV. This and and this has the biggest. Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, and the end of season one, Catherine realizes she's the goat of Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It kind of has a biggest loser vibe to it when you have the coaches who are all like the in shape ones and the heavier people that are trying to learn from them. Uh, but then the coaches end up becoming so captivated by some of the personalities and the stories that they end up learning something too along the way. I, uh, it's almost like the biggest loser as well. I, I think I, I think we're learning that uh, that Jared just watch rea- just watches reality TV. I used to just all all I used all I used to watch. And the biggest loser would have been a great name for uh, for the other sitcom uh, instead of the Happy Place because I mean when you think of Arizona sports and the non Happy Place, it's the biggest losers is is what it what it winds I'll, up being. So. I'll put it this way: I had to get a champion ch- uh, a champion early on in the draft because there weren't many of them, so <laughs> yeah. I, I had to pull the trigger early on that. Um, so those are our four teams, our four pitches. Um, we can put these out here on social media um, and maybe get a, a little Twitter poll going on uh, who likes what team uh, the best. Guys, any final thoughts before we, uh, we head out tonight? Yeah, I got to- some uh, big news from the network. They're not going to be able to make my show work, what with COVID and everything. Uh, but they can do animated series right now. So good news. We're moving forward with the community remake. Uh, it'll be animated. So Ooh. Buddy Ryan, Buddy Ryan as a cartoon will be, uh, will be definitely a good one. He, he and Chuck were basically cartoons when they were here in the Valley. So, so that works out nicely. I, 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 you know, for a guy who acted like he had no clue what the heck was going on here, I think Ralph was trying to hustle us all because this turned out pretty good. <laughs> I, I agree. No, I think draft order probably had something to do with it. <laughs> All right, Jared, uh, any final thoughts? No, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun, and it's always good to see your guys' faces. And, uh, and hopefully people vote based on the, uh, the reasoning behind the picks, not judging based on just the names involved. <laughs> I, thought, I, I, I lost the plot for just half a second there. <laughs>
and I thought that Jared Cohen was gonna l- leave us off of episode two of Streams and Memes, <laughs> telling people to get out the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. I was like, "Whoa, this got serious real quick." <laughs> Definitely vote, but whoa. We all had fun, and let's continue to do that. And also participate in your local elections. Um, thank you guys so much for, for having some fun with me. Uh, hopefully it was fun as fun for you as it was for me. Um, once again, this is Streams and Memes, and we are Team AZV.